0: The Aussie NFL Fantasy Show would like to acknowledge the traditional land owners and the leaders past, present and emerging of Ngunnawal, Nambri and Darawal countries where we are working from today. This always was and always will be Aboriginal Land. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show.
1: If we just put a British accent, someone just narrating how to get your medicines prescribed. Aussie?
2: Um, oh, no, I just gave it away. Jeez, it's me. I was the guy that won the Astro League. I oh, him.
1: were you? Uh, but... NFL? He was just silent, no camera on. I'm just sitting there, I'm like eating the finger <laughs> bun, pre-draft. Fantasy. And they were having breakfast together, sitting there having
2: big breakfast, having a bit of bacon and egg sausage so we all know what that means so basically lock our uh, MPJ in for a top one season this year top <laughs> one
1: <laughs> tell the tradesman no reason to have a trade segment on yeah. the podcast this is the Aussie NFL fantasy show yeah there we go oh, there, there we is. go
0: mate. yeah that's the stuff oh of that yeah. looks even bigger man that didn't do anything for me it <laughs> oh,
2: did
1: ship, did ship for us yeah. it did ship for us it's
0: good enough <laughs> In today's busy world, it's hard to have it all. Who has time to do all the analysis and decision making for your fantasy team? Probably not you, but we can help. Whether it's positively diagnosing players with fantasy leprosy or helping you find the players who are on the verge of being fantasy legendary. There's only one name in all of fantasy you can really trust. Make an appointment. With Doctor Good Call.
1: Wait, wait. Was Malik always in the segment? Always. Okay, okay. Why don't only know? Always. Oh, Lamar was in public defender. He wasn't in. Um, he wasn't in this one. Yeah, my bad. Oh, that's right. Forgot the drops. Um, yeah,
0: by Malik. Um, not Malik, but yeah, I'll go with it. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> is
1: it Vince Young. Is it actually Vince Young? No. No, Taylor, uh, do you know who it is? Uh, it's going Mario to Dan. It's, wait, I, I, I can't even think of what you're talking
2: about. Sorry, I was looking at my notes. Wait, uh, you're talking about a Titans player? Yeah.
0: yeah. Let me uh, share the screen. Do you know right. who that is?
2: That's Adrian Peterson.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. So, Manjot's oh, because- had three goes. He's had the league. <laughs> he had Vince Young
1: <laughs> and then Marcus Mariota and I was like no it can't be Marcus Mariota because but like I I just could I, I, like that's one of those
2: things that's in that uh, video that I just I haven't really 100% noticed I think I've like in passing remembered that Adrian Peterson's in it but when it got to the end then you're asking me, I'm like I don't even fucking remember it being in there. Like it just <laughs> I, thought
1: it's <laughs> I thought you quickly got little leak in the preseason <laughs> <and> <laughs> an image for it. Oh my god. No, nah,
0: no, that was just taking a shot at um the Titans for signing the ghost of Adrian Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> and then
2: he that,
1: actually, that actually got injured, injured
0: the. I were trying to piece together Henry anyway they fucking yeah. could. And like, uh, like, was, You're big and fat and can run straight, probably. Yeah, was, <laughs> that's
2: pretty much all they did. They just threw three different guys at it, and one of them was actually impressive.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the one who wasn't averaging like 0. 0.7 yards per rush was the one yeah. they stuck with, and I think that was wise.
2: <laughs> and I don't like to foreskin, as we know, but uh, that person might come up later.
0: Yeah. All right, all right. Well, all um right. This segment took a hard left turn last week, but again, we said this on the first show of the week, and I'm going to reiterate this now, just big applause to Marky Mark, because we dialed him up like 20 minutes before the show was going to go to her and said, so, we need you to be Taylor, and he goes, absolutely cannot do it, well, could you just come along anyway, and he goes, absolutely can do it, Um, and he was a real... Um, a real trooper to to fill in and um, did it with such grace and and really worked hard to prepare stuff for the show but we thought it was a bridge too far to get him to be the doctor so I took the bullet and gave it a go and I'm really 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 interested to hear what the doctor himself thought of work experience guy here covering for him just real quick last week
2: yeah the hospital didn't tell me who the intern was and you know I was uh, wisely yeah, thank you. Uh, I probably would have stormed back in if I'd found out it was you. But uh, look, I, I honestly, when I heard it, when I heard it on the podcast, I was I was actually pretty happy. With you. You know, they you. they were pretty decent calls, and mm-hmm. you definitely got unlucky with uh, your wife's oh, no. Calls. I think they were actually decent calls. Like there were ones that I probably would have had a look at too. So, look, as an intern coming to step in for Doctor Goodclaw, I'll definitely give you a pass, Mark mate.
0: <laughs> Wait, this is a lot like when. Let's say your plastic surgeon can't do the surgery and they're just looking around the room going, so how about you? You do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what happened. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> the guy the guy that's doing the garbage in the corner just pointed at him.
0: Ah, yeah, the guy's job is just to push the gurney into the room. They're like, well, we don't have a surgeon, so you can do it. By the, like, by the
2: way, you're, you're scrubbing in for this one. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> I'll do a quick recap on it. I took Daniel Jones as the quarterback because he was going to be up against the horrible Texans, and I really thought he was going to rush for more yards than he did. Even without rushing much, he still scored you practically 20 points, 18.2. I was saying he should get you 20 as a minimum. So, I kind of missed on that, but I don't think he killed you if you started him. Um, of course, Jeff Wilson Jr. was a uh, home run. Home run. That guy has yeah. seemingly just taken that job over.
1: Yeah. He what? outscored Derek Henry as a yeah. better flex this week for me in content team.
0: <laughs> Fuck you. He was such a troll.
1: <laughs> Henry the flex. Yeah. <laughs> I put Henry's my second uh, flex. Henry is the
0: second flex. Yeah. I picked
1: him up <laughs> off waivers and sizzle
2: in Sizzle and Quinny's League and played him last week too. And he, I have Henry in that league too. So I had the exact same situation where oh, I had Henry and Wilson and Wilson smashed him.
0: But yeah. he was great. So better than advertised. So I just, I'm really patting myself on the back for that. And I, I don't know that he'll be available in enough leagues for people to try that caper.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I had Daniel Jones didn't I, as well. Yeah, in that, that league too. So I had all you the- love the intern. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, all about I the loved- intern. Turns out because we co-manage one team, now that bleeds into every team.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think our team's a bit of oh, man. Ian was inc- accusing us of collusion out there, man. Come on, man! This, this I did. Cross- I was in
2: the hospital next to my son there when I read that, and I was. I knew you guys were on the podcast at the time too, and I, I was laughing. I'm like, not once <laughs> do I feel like that's collusion, like especially right? because like. It's not like you picked up like Patty Mahomes
0: or something. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> you're getting daddy dimes so like Daddy Dimes.
0: And I was getting a third tight end. A third <laughs> tight end.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're getting
0: my you're getting my scraps of scraps here, Maddie. And we all know I've got a big woody for Dawson Knox, so you know, should come as no surprise. Yeah, um,
1: that's why it said in my nickname, yeah. I was like Maddie trade for him.
0: Yes. <laughs> and then the prophecy. Came around, you know, <laughs> yeah. to, to week 10.
1: <laughs> yeah. And a trade, trade deadline in that league ending up this league. So yeah. anyone who's listening on. Oh, shoot. Me Same
0: as the Astro League. i need to advertise that. I don't think everyone knows. Thank you for that. Oh, man, I God. know.
2: That's why I jumped in trade with Jackal today. So, Oh, wait, wait, did on. you accept it's... our trade? I did not. Oh, I rejected that. He, he rejected days. it. Yeah, I, so. I, saw,
0: I saw what you'd offered us finally today, three days after you offered it. I'm like, yeah.
1: He hated get it. Get out of here, Matumbo. He was like, no way, man. No, he's
0: no, like, not today. Yeah. It was yeah. A bullshit track. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Jerry Judy, very unlucky. He got hurt on the first play of the game, offensive snap. And uh, and he's done a high ankle. So he's going to be done for a while. Um, they don't know how significant of a high ankle, though. It It's a sprain of some sort. They just don't know whether it will be one of these shorter ones or whether it will be much longer. I haven't been able to get anything definitive on that. But bad luck. I started him. Fucking everywhere, and I wore zeros in about seven leagues. (laughs) 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 I went four and eight last week, and I'm lucky to have got that. Um, And then Noah Fant, who six points is not what you're looking for. So I'm going to mark myself as a big fail for Fant, an unlucky fail for Judy not really a pass for Daniel Jones, but I'm going to give myself tick, tick, ticks for Wilson. And now I'm going to hand it back to the real fucking doctor because what the (laughs) fuck was I ever doing that for? Like, Jesus, you poor bastards.
2: To be honest, mate, it was nice listening uh, to someone else going through the ringer and uh, trying to find (laughs) some good starts (laughs) for some people. But again, I do do, do like this job, though. I did study at medical school for a long, long time to get this degree, so... Look... Double I, degree, mate. Eight here.
0: years. Took you ages.
2: <laughs> and look, my first uh, my first pick here is Danny Dice. You <laughs> got the intern here uh, at quarterback and he's up against Detroit who happened to be last against quarterback. So, an even better matchup for him here. So, uh, I, I just thought he stuck out. I still think People don't one hundred percent trust him, so I definitely think he's a guy that people are a little bit iffy about on week to week basis. But like you mentioned in your intern uh, uh, doc- doctor intern call, I don't know why the hell we're calling it, but <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely something you mentioned that he's normally running and he didn't quite do it last week, but uh, probably because he could just hand off the safe one 60 times and you knew he was going to get four or five yards every single. Um, well, the problem is that could happen against Detroit as well. But Detroit are horrendous against the quarterback, whereas Houston are actually not bad. So uh, I think he has a better game this mm. week. I mean,
0: one mm-hmm. had 35 carries in that yeah. game. Sorry.
2: Whoa. Houston are so bad against the run.
1: <gasps> Yeah, Isn't Detroit as
2: bad against the run as them? Not like- as bad. Like, I talk shit and I often, like, target them, but they're so yeah, we bad. Yeah, joke about everyone. it like Houston are actually not bad at defending the other parts i know i know to be fair a lot of the time the second halves probably dictate that but in yeah. general, they do a lot better job on the quarterbacks and the wide receivers than they do the running back. They just funnel everything through it. So, and like whereas Detroit can be beaten everywhere, so sometimes yeah. teams actually decide to throw it as well. So that's that's the only difference I see. Here.
0: Oh yeah, this year's yeah. Texans. uh last year's Browns and Chargers. You do not yeah, need to pass it. You just run through the middle because they can't stop shit. And, and the, the team's, teams total. We get hundred yards against them.
1: Yeah, I mean, Detroit's Florida. 11 against... is like the 11th worst against running back as well. Yeah. We that's pack, right? yeah. yeah, it's almost
0: mid-pack, Yeah, it's almost mid-pack. Yeah. All right. Well, dimes, I love that call. Of course I do.
1: Yeah. So now, it's
0: self-congratulatory.
2: Course... <laughs> I went a bit deeper here at running back. Um, I wanted to try and find a bit of a diamond in the rough here. So... I'm going to take Isaiah Pacheco from the Chiefs up <gasps> oh. against the Chargers, who are 30th against running back. This is really a let, let, let's. What, have it, what do you play at a funeral? Um, just some sort of like sad tune. Probably mm. like lights will go. Yeah. That's for Ceh because he is fantasy. He's had his fantasy death. He is completely. What the fuck happened there? Earth. He had four snaps. So, if you're thinking, oh, you've taken a guy on a three-person timeshare, it is no timeshare between three people. There's two people right now. And basically, McKinnon is the third down guy, and Pacheco yeah. gets everything in the first and second down, which <laughs> I, honestly is so enough weird. for me. Like, I know, to be fair, like in the Chiefs, you, you do want some passing, but I think this offense is mm-hmm. good enough. There's going to be enough opportunities for Pacheco moving forward, and I think they just see a lot more from him than they do CEH, and... He's a better in-between-the-tackles runner. They, they, he gets more yards per carry. They they trust him more. I just think there's a good opportunity against this Chargers defense. Even though they are slightly better against the run last, time last year, which isn't hard, they are still 30th. So they are getting pounded by the running back position pounded. most weeks. So I think there's a good opportunity for Pacheco here. The good thing for him, too, is when the Chiefs lead in games, they use him even more. But he seems to be the guy they like to run in the second halves when they're up by a bit. So... I don't know. Like The the game script will have to be terrible for him not to be involved in this game. Yeah, and what's
1: the charges the last couple of weeks? Oh, they're not good with Allen and Williams out. So, they're out again. They're decimated. Yeah, they're done. I I don't think they'll have a chance against the Chiefs, to be fair. If it's if all alone with Eckler, then they have no chance against the Chiefs. They've had to they've got to have at least one of Alan or Williams out there. And if they're not out there, then Pacheco can easily run out the clock in the second half. Like, and this could be an absolute fallout by the Chiefs, to be honest. And I just think that bodes well
2: for Pacheco. Like, yeah. i have often seen in games when they've been destroying teams they've they just gone with the rookie like they've ran him a lot in the fourth quarter so I don't even think they, they wouldn't even bother passing on third downs to, to McKinnon I think they just run the ball out so I, I think this could be a very good game script for Pacheco
0: and and like so this is something that I was not expecting to happen but I did take McKinnon in my starts of the week last week kind of boldly and it kind of worked out too because he has got some points I' have been waiting all week for it to come out that oh it was a had like a tummy bug in the morning or something like that. Mm. And they dressed him just so they didn't have to bring somebody up. Um, but yeah, it just never came in. Th- there was never an explanation. I just don't, I still don't understand it. And you know, if, to if this weekend things just changed all over again and the CH ends up with 15 touches again, actually wouldn't we'll be surprised. So wouldn't they? I don't know what oh, you got to do in this backfield, but fuck, you might as well have a go at this. You can't get exactly. to in that's any league anymore. And that's, it's a, worth a bet. If I needed to win this week, fuck it. I'd give it a go too.
2: Yep. That's the thing. Taking my shot. That's what Dr. Goodcall does. Try to prescribe fantasy goodness. And I just think there's an opportunity there to get a guy 100% off waivers this week. Yeah, I you could do worse. He owned a lot out there. So I think there's a, there's a good opportunity. Are you going to start this guy this.
0: or are you going to start Gainwell? Are you going to start this guy? Or, you yeah, know, yeah. whatever else, Bush. Uh, the, the, that, back for the, uh, the Falcons, Al- Algier. Are you going to start him over Pacheco? Yeah. I, I prefer Pacheco to all of those guys, 100%. Exactly. Especially if my wife is online at, and lose this week and I'm gone. Yeah, I'd rather die on that horse.
2: All right. I've gone deep again here at Wide Receiver, fellas. Ooh. And I'm stacking that bitch up with Wide Receiver 67 from the G-Men. And you, you, give me Darius, Darius Slayton. Slayton up against Detroit. who it's Yeah. Against Wide Receiver.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We he's love this call.
2: At, <laughs> he's looking at uh, NBA Jam Rules that I've brought up a few times. He's oh, had two oh, oh. very, very good games in a row, and it's almost a boom locker. He's on fire!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, we're he's he's, he's, he's playing really well. And just generally, <laughs> I've always felt like... Um, Danny Dom's got a bit of a hard on for him. And there's just no other receivers that are sort of staking their claim to be better than him. Like, well, everyone obviously thought Katerius Tony was going to be the guy. Now he's moved on to the Chiefs and probably will be the guy. And yeah. it's just left everything. You know, you've seen Wondell Robinson have talked up the rookie and he just kind of hasn't really got it done for him. No. And mm. it's obviously, kind of like, you know, I've, I've sounded the bloody funeral for CH. Uh, God knows what we do for Kenny Galladay. Man, he is absolutely, he's 100 feet under the but he's turf right now. Uh, 007.
0: He, I forgot he existed. That's yeah, a was Swift song. He
1: uh, 007, he... zero catches, um, yep. yeah, zero yards, seven drops. Yep. 007. Yeah. Seven yes.
2: seven hands like feet, basically. Um, i going well. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Like I said, there isn't too much to talk about. He's just had two really, really good games in a row, and he's always a deep threat for them as well, and against this Detroit team. I think he could really exploit it. He had 90 odd yards last week and a TD. So, yeah, uh, I just think the opportunities are there for Slayton. He doesn't need a huge target share. It'd be awesome if you could get it. But even without it, you know, he's the kind of guy that could really rack up the yards on only three or four catches. So, I think there's an opportunity here for
0: Slayton. He's always been that breakaway guy, hasn't he? Yep. That's that's been his racket. He's not the, he'll get you eight yards with a little dink across the middle. No, no, he's have a shot.
2: Yeah, and I think they could easily do that against Detroit here.
0: Yeah, he only needs one play. But he had three of them last week. They didn't all go for yeah. touchdowns, but didn't need to. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Marky Mark had a really great year with Darius Slayton, just as a just throw it in there. It might have been the year yeah. he ran away with it, or the year he was trying to defend it, one of those two. But, um, mm. I mean, the problem with a guy like that is he could score you three. It's got you twenty three. <laughs> like, oh, fantastic! That's what, that's what you're looking for. Got- Give me the twenty three, yeah, uh, and I'd rather eat the three, knowing that I could have got twenty three, than picking up. I don't know someone like Josh Palmer. Well, like, he's not going. <laughs> there's no ceiling like that for him, you know.
2: All right, tight end boys. <laughs>
1: before I say
2: who it is, <laughs> before I say who it is, remember when a couple of people on here. Oh, I won't name any names. We're giving me hell for a young man named Cole Komet. <laughs> well, now he's tight end seven on the season. Yeah. Never wrong, fellas. Just early. That's what I tell my wife. <laughs> 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 Cole Komet. I hate his There's name. I'm Coco Cabana right now. Uh, anyway, look, that's enough of that. It's not even Cole Komet. It's Foster Moreau of the (laughs) Las Vegas Raiders. I just had to put the whole (laughs) Cole Komet thing in there. I'm taking a shot on Moreau up against Denver. They're 17th against tight end, so it's not so much about matchup. It's about the the vacated time. Waller's not there, and I know Waller's not really been there much this season, but I think the fact that he's been put on IR has made them go, all right, we know Waller is out every single week, so we know (laughs) we have to game plan for Moreau. And I, I just think he gets a lot of targets when, when Waller's not there. They're obviously an offense that's built around throwing to the tight end position. And they've obviously had to piece yeah. it together when Waller keeps like almost playing and then pulling out. And now that he's actually out, he looked pretty decent last week, got a touchdown. Yep. And I, I could see that continuing for the rest of the year, especially while Waller's obviously <laughs> on the IR. So I think there's an opportunity uh, for Moreau. And I think he could Waller do a lot of the
0: position. They're 2-7. and seven. Yeah. yeah. Is he coming Is, back?
2: And Denver's really tough to beat in a lot of areas. Like I think this could be a tough game for Jacobs because you just saw um them just you know, basically shut down Derrick Henry. So the running game's probably not going to be great for him. They're very, very good against wide receiver. I think they're either first or second yeah. against wide receiver. <laughs> but it's so, the of the tight you know, end that kill him. Like it might be it might be tough. So it's those intermediate routes, they're all short ones that, yeah. that Derrick Carr's probably gonna have to take. So I think that's where Moreau could actually feast.
0: Yeah. I mean, so this slot is a keener. He gets two touchdowns and a bunch of yards. Uh, Evan Engram gets the first touchdown of that game in London against them a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, that, that's where they're soft. Yep. Absolutely. Foster without Chubb as well. I mean, you, they trade Chubb away to the Dolphins and they're even thinner there. So, uh, yeah. I mean, look, you could well, do worse than die on a hill with Foster Moreau. It's, absolutely. Sounds like a character uh, out of a 1950s novel though, doesn't he?
2: Yeah. Foster Moreau's on the case
0: Yeah, like he's um, a detective Or like, I don't know, he's a, a character From a Tintin story or something, I don't know Is that- <laughs> <laughs> Like he's in Naughty or something Or like he's well, Archie's mate From those comic strips or something Like, you know, I don't know He, just, he sounds invented <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me.
2: All right. Well, before I go to my fantasy aids, mate, do you want to take you through the intern's shot at do you having to my fantasy age AIDS shot? player?
0: <laughs> because clearly there was a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was, or cool. there wasn't for a while in that game, but uh, the guy you take, I've heard a, a few times that he, for some reason, only needs one play. And then I was joking with someone else later that game because i are like, how the hell did he drop that pass like a yard out? And I said, yeah. It's Delvin Cook, mate. He only does one play a game. <laughs> he's not—he hit his—he hit his quota. He's not allowed to go yeah. do something else. Good,
0: hundred percent. Now he's just draining the clock, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I felt so like clever for so much of that game, like pff, yeah. Delvin who, and then, then I was very soon crying in a pillow. <laughs>
2: now, now you know how hard it felt for Doctor Goodcall all those weeks when it felt like you were killing it, and one play just destroys yeah. you.
0: Yeah, yeah, all yeah. those running backs. Where it was just like fucking Miles Sanders with the one yard touchdown. Fucking D- Damian Pierce with the junkiest junk time kind of touchdown in the history of junk time.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damian Pierce is destroying every other team as well, which is killing me. And that one game, I said he was going to be shit. It was fifteen for thirty five,
0: <laughs> and you one had touchdown. it nailed. And then he gets a passing touch in the end too. So it's not even just like he just dives over from yard and gets a six point one. No, no, he also gets the reception. <laughs> <laughs> <the story. Asshole. laughs>
2: but as as I sort of foreskin there, you obviously took Delvin Cook. Uh, yeah. I actually, I really liked the call when you said it because we, we even brought him up. Well, you brought him up as a as a sell high candidate because of the runner games yeah. he had coming up, and then I said to you. I completely agree with you, but he's the kind of guy that for some reason just breaks out one big play. And it it seems to be happening a lot for him. I I even brought up a few weeks ago when they played Miami, he was sitting on something like eight for 16 yards or something. And then all of a sudden, he just had like a 60 yard touchdown. And you were like, oh, my week's saved. It's exactly what he did again in this game. He did absolutely nothing outside of that 80. And you go, Bring in Madison,
0: bring in Madison.
2: Yeah. 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 Or bring in Ham. Apparently, yeah, CJ Ham. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, I reckon people are still starting me in ACT Gridiron fantasy leagues more than CJ Ham's getting started in NFL yes. fantasy leagues. I reckon that that's you know, and I've been retired twelve years, uh, so <laughs> the CJ Ham touch has well, just- clearly absolutely helped. Nobody, nobody. Hey, was, it,
2: was it Ingold for Miami? that got a, did a whole bunch as well. I yeah, know he had a receiving touchdown.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Alec Ingold, the former Raider, former Raiders fullback.
1: I remember <laughs> when I started Xander Horbath in a league that yeah, the, the yeah. Bench against me. Backs in one week. It was yeah. against me in a dynasty, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a deep league. So, I had to find the running back in that Chargers game. Total Obviously, Echo and Jackson. Oh, not Jackson. Oh, Spell it might have
0: been the G'day Twitter League.
1: No, it was, it was definitely the ESPN League, the COVID League.
0: Ah, yeah. uh, COVID. Ah, oh, the COVID League, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but,
1: but CJ had first touchdown in five years. Does <laughs> that help oh. anybody?
0: Oh, it's a gladiator streak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 20, 20, 20 days? <laughs> we'll get out the yeah. calculator. We'll see. I'll find it. I'll find it. Now we I just need, else else to to we just need
2: Alex Twole to score
1: a try and then we'll know the whole world's going to end. <laughs> Yeah, I have well. nothing else to do in this segment, so I'll definitely find some CJ stats. Yeah,
0: all right. I'm trusting you with that. Well, will you find out who a proper AIDS candidate is since yeah. I suffered the curse of Taylor Goodall with my great call just going to pot in the fourth quarter? <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: look, that's pretty much what's happened to me in the last three or four weeks anyway, yeah. so you basically just followed. You must been listening to Dr. Goodall <laughs> really well as an intern. All right, so this one's interesting, and... I just want to sort of make my case for why he fits in here because if you, when I say his name, I don't know if straight away you're going to think that he would fit the kind of guy that I normally take. But I'm going to take Deontay Foreman up against Baltimore who was 16th against running back. And I'm just going to sort of make my case here why, why he fits. And generally, it's because I think everyone's going to be starting him with the whole hot hand sort of situation he's done with your two out of his last three weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: But
2: like I've just mentioned, two amazing games against Atlanta has everyone starting this guy like he's a top 10 running back. And while I can't fault anyone for being excited for what they've seen so far, I think we just need to settle down a bit. For starters, he's absolutely useless in the passing game, so he's completely game-strip dependent. We saw them in a negative game-strip once, and he had 23 yards. I don't expect the Panthers to lead here against the Ravens, and generally, most teams have found it easier to pass on the Ravens than run anyway. This guy this guy held the Titans together when Henry went down, so I have a lot of love for him. I just think we need to pull the, uh, pump the brakes a bit on his fantasy value, especially this week.
0: Mm. No argument from me. I mean, yeah, the passing game stuff is bothersome. And I think this is where everyone just kind of expected earlier in the year that Hubbard would still be the the two, and then all of a sudden, Foreman just came in and started taking it over. Um, but yeah, you're right, the the sample size is we're smashing Atlanta twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, so, yeah, I and 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 know kind of, I, they, yeah, they were kind of I trust games. your laboratory on this one. <laughs>
2: yeah, look, two Atlanta games, you know. We all know about Atlanta's defense, and he just absolutely destroyed them both times. And then you saw the one game when the, the script was horrendous, and then he had 23 yards in it. Obviously, I don't expect that to happen either. They went 35-0 in the blink of an eye, and just Joe Mixon just destroyed them.
1: Yeah. Just mixing
0: up a bit of whoop-ass on them. But <laughs> won three pastries that week, man. It was no fucking joke.
1: Yeah, it was, it was big. It was big. And
0: they weren't even made up pastries. They were legit pastries. Yeah, those are legit. We we're about to rename the whole segment after him. <laughs> TC still lost with <laughs> him. That was pretty close. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm glad C. you're trolling him too because we really ripped into TC.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: we ripped into him.
2: But again, like I said, I think he fits this because I think everyone's going to be starting him because of what they've seen two so of the last three weeks. And coming off last week, I just think they're going to think they've got this huge steal, which to be honest, they probably have. Um, I mean I know Seahorse is probably happy that I traded him to him. 100%. He, he's actually he's actually playing really, really well. And this isn't trying to hammer the guy. I just think we need to settle down on his expectations. I think he's gonna be very matchup dependent. I think you're gonna really need them in games where it's a very bad rush D or at least the Panthers are a chance of being in front. Uh, I really don't think in Baltimore this week. I think this is a this is a game that Baltimore could really put some points on them yeah. pretty quickly. So oh, I just don't see it being a big foreman
1: game. Yeah, that's true. But I've got I've got a question for the doctor. Yeah, we so in, con- in content team. I've got Lamar. And I also got your boy Daniel Jones. So which one would I start? I'm dumb not to start Lamar, right? Sh- I'm not gonna lie. I I noticed this. I was just looking. I sometimes like
2: to have a look at like other people, other people's matchups and stuff. And I noticed that you got Danny Dimes last week, and then I was I just assumed obviously you'd get Lamar back. And then I'm like, I don't know. It's not actually the easiest decision. I I'm. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not- I, I say that because of the matchup for Danny Dimes. You can't not play Lamar, like especially in yeah. the way this league is. I know Danny Dimes runs the occasional TD and has good yards and yeah. stuff, but the chance that Lamar breaks out three rushing touchdowns and they're all worth six points in this league and, you know, that, that Carolina defense really isn't isn't great. So, yeah. I yeah, in the end, it's not a bad matchup for Lamar. If Lamar was playing like... A really, really, really tough defense. Like someone in the top yeah, three, it was
0: four. going to New England or something.
2: Yeah, and you—you you had a feeling it might be a bit of a mucky game. You—you you could see yourself maybe doing that, but that's where you start just playing yourself. Like it, you just—you pick Lamar for a reason. You just—you get to yeah. play it. even like it'd almost be like if I picked up like a Danny Dimes and I'd play him over Jalen Hurts. Like I, I really shouldn't do it mm-hmm. in really any scenario. I know you kind of almost talk yourself into it. Oh, uh, but yeah. oh, I just think oh, I think the smart thing is to just play Lamar and ride it out. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't go
1: against my boy.
2: Yeah, but oh, it's, like, it's worth the it's worth the question though. I under like it like as soon as yeah. you said it, I laughed because I I actually had that thought like, in my head. <laughs> but I, 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 it's one of those things you, you think about but you
1: don't do. I'll pull up the <laughs> Le Cap No, yeah, no, nah, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking, Don't worry. Get,
0: if you get twenty one out of Lamar Jackson and something bizarre happens, and Danny Dimes gets twenty two, are you going to kick your butt for starting yeah, Lamar exactly. over? Dan- and and even if it's the other, you know, even if you start. Daniel Jones you get 22 when Lamar gets 21. Are you really clapping yourself for starting Daniel Jones? (laughs) That
2: that is the thing, right? The best case scenario for when you start Danny Dimes over Lamar is he beats him by... He's got to smash it, and you're like, you're like, oh my god, I'm an absolute genius. But yeah, the, the downside of the other way is Lamar puts up fifty, and like yeah. and Daddy Dimes yeah. just hands off to Saquon all game and gets ten. Like, it, it, there's such a, there's it too happens. much variance in Lamar, like, and what he can do. The yeah. ceiling is
0: just so yeah, the much ceiling's greater, enormous, you know, yeah. <laughs> And, and happens a little bit more regularly, you know. That Danny might still have a game where he'll throw up 25-plus fantasy points for you twice a year. Good luck predicting when they're coming. Um, where any anyway, week you think, well, Lamar could just do it, right? Don't you always and see Lam- the guy who's starting Lamar against you and just go, oh, fuck, here we go.
2: <laughs> and he, Lamar that? could play like shit and score 20-something. Well, yeah. That's the difference because he's such a fantasy-friendly player. That he could actually have a bad game of his arm and run for 85 yards and one TD, and you've just saved your day anyway.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. They could lose that game, but what do you care? Because yeah. all the NFL stuff that makes him valuable, who cares what the, that the impact is in the NFL because he's scoring you fantasy points, and they're not the same thing. We're no. not an NFL podcast. We're a fantasy podcast, and we're here to give you the fantasy exactly. Stuff. Yeah, Exactly. Okay, I think you got that from the doctor. Do you feel good about the advice, man, John?
1: Yeah, I felt like that. Was, that a felt daily like, with water. <laughs> yeah, just wanted like to get to the doctor's advice before I went ahead with it. Yeah,
0: yeah. And if, oh, you rush, off, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you break out a rash, you break out a rush, Call triple zero, mate. It's fucking gonna look out.
2: <laughs> Danny Dime size rush.
0: <laughs> the, the next show in the week is going to be based in a couple of fantasy games, and I've foreskinned a little bit in our little chat about the. The tenor of what to expect, but I've tried not to give anything away because I don't want you guys to get the advantage <laughs> of doing any research on anything. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to putting you through a little bit of a ringer. Do uh, you reckon we should kick into it? Lap into oh, Giddy, it?
2: Yeah, have a crash. Josh Giddy with
1: anticipation.
0: <laughs> Each of us have been pulled up on things, but I'm going to call out Taylor because he's not fucking here to defend himself. That's yeah. how we play.
1: <laughs> Me being excited because I just like sneezed very badly. So, oh boy!
0: After his complete dick move on Instagram the other day, he's going to go off. He's going to go bananas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go, with my boy Jack Wilson Jr. Can I'm I sorry, take man. Order? I'd like to change the order, please, and we're gonna have to just Let's see whether you got the time in before the ball snaps. <laughs> <laughs> the challenge five was put in. Um <laughs> yeah, I will circle joke about that later.
2: And <laughs> I'm gonna go way, 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 way down the shaft. Deep shafting,
0: as they call it. So oh, I don't know Deep why shafting. that thrills me so much.
1: Okay, this <laughs> sounds like salty a six-year-old. So. all
0: right. Yeah, I wanna play the sad trumpet. <laughs> That's Sad.